0: Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel Hanging out alone. Fernando and Travis Irvine. They're both dead. Nah, I'm just joking. They're chilling. I'm on the road. I'm in Seattle, Washington right now. Hope everyone is doing well out there. Thanks to everyone who came out to our show in Boise, idaho y'all were so unbelievably sweet it was uh it was just an amazing experience so thank y'all um just a really 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 quick episode just kind of a say hello from the road moment on abe lincoln's top hat for you all today Uh, i want to thank everyone again uh, for coming out to the live shows you all have just been unbelievably sweet and you've really given us i don't know just a lot of motivation to keep on doing what we do so thank you so much it was funny yesterday I was hanging out, and boy, is it ever funny. Aren't you laughing now? I was hanging out yesterday at a bar. I know. Another shocker coming from Able. can stop at. I saw a commercial for Denny's, and you're like, okay, well, that's not a big deal. Who cares? Everyone loves little Denny's in the morning if they never want to uh, have legs in the future but it was also an incorporated ad with the new Matrix movie, just so you know, we're there. So the new Matrix movie and Denny's advertising together. What a time to be alive. Who needs the red pill? Who needs the blue pill when you can have moons over Miami? All right. The really only story I want to talk about today, it's just about weed. Um, Just keeping it super, super light. It looks as if the Republican Party, for the first time, is starting to warm on marijuana, which, of course, it's like, welcome to the club, you dipshits. Anyway, this is a big thing. This is a big step forward when it comes to decriminalization and and federal legalization because it just has to happen as of course we work with Last Prisoner Project and talk about people incarcerated for drug crimes. Oftentimes of course uh, those crimes can be conflated and sometimes people lose their life uh, because of the perception of marijuana. Of course look no further than what happened to Philando Castile in Minneapolis when the officer said the car smelled like weed so I was scared for my life uh, despite the fact that those things make zero sense and there is no correlation between marijuana use and violence but anyway this is a positive story so let's keep it that way Uh, this is according to representative nancy mace she is a republican out of south carolina this is what she said she said we need the federal government to just get out of the way and she introduced the first republican bill in congress to decriminalize marijuana tax and regulate the industry, and expunge certain records. This was done this past week. She pointed to the fact that more than 70% of Americans support the idea of legalizing marijuana, and dare I say, probably even more of a percent of Americans have tried weed at some point, and I don't think that they think of themselves as criminal. So this is a good story, according to Dan Judy, Vice President of North Star, opinion research, which focuses solely on Republican politics. I'd love to see the, uh, the board room of that place. That must be absolutely fascinating when it comes to the Venn diagram of support for marijuana, uh, but then also, of course, the support for Uh, restricting other exceptionally important things when it comes to body autonomy. Look no further than Texas. We're going to talk about that next week. I just don't want to talk about the Supreme Court today. I'm sorry, guys. But the Supreme Court, uh, in an 8-to-1 ruling, uh, had a decision about can abortion providers sue the state of Texas. Uh, They said that they can. But again, we'll get into that next week. It's uh, There's a whole bunch there. But anyway. According to Dan Judy, he says, when the culture becomes more accepting of something, even the most resistant groups get tugged along. Oh, yeah. I love to hear about Republicans getting tugged along. My ladybugs. He goes on to say, I don't want to directly conflate marijuana legalization with something like gay marriage, but I think there's a similar dynamic at play of course when it comes to gay marriage the vast majority of the american people supported it for much longer uh, and it was a fight that took decades upon decades upon decades and then finally the federal government uh, i guess is the supreme court in extension of the federal government of course said yes you're allowed to love Wow, thank you so much. Uh, Earlier this year, North Dakota's GOP-dominated house passed a marijuana legalization bill, so it looks as if Um, it's just a matter of time until marijuana is legal across all states at the federal level, which will be absolutely fantastic. And uh, truly from, you know, all perspectives, when it comes to the war on drugs, when it comes to the uh, criminal justice reform that we always talk about on this show, this will be a massive step in the right direction. And if you are, if you are, One of those conservatives, or if you are a conservative or just a, just a whatever, it doesn't matter. If you want to keep families together, this is another way to do that because the war on drugs has decimated families and taken mostly fathers away from the home. So this works on many, many levels and it must happen. And it looks as if we're going in the right direction. So this is according to Mace again. Uh, the uh, the uh, House representative out of South Carolina, she says, I tried to be very thoughtful about what I put in the bill that would appeal to Democrats and Republicans, which is why criminal justice reform is part of it. It's why the excise tax is low. Uh, former Capitol Hill cannabis advocates like uh, Corey Gardner, that's a Republican out of Colorado, Dana Rohrmbacher, Republican out of California, advocated primarily for the state to, uh, advocated primarily for their state's uh, legalization. And then, of course, you have, uh, you know, all Democrats will be on board with this. And then, you know, sometimes Rand Paul can occasionally be right and also, apparently, Matt Gates is putting his name on the bill, but we don't really give a crap if Matt Gates uh, wants legal weed or not because what he wants is illegal children. No idea what's happening with that case. I did speak with a buddy of mine uh, who knows the case a little bit more when it comes to Matt Gates, the Gates case, and apparently, as we talked about previously on this show, the FBI is researching and they might come down on Gates at some point in the very near future. Not the kind of come the man likes. This is a uh, according, um, to a cannabis advocate and former Maryland GOP state delegate Don Murphy, he says every two years you got a new crop of members from both parties, but certainly from the Republican Party, who don't have to defend the drug war and they have uh, and they don't have to prop it up. They are free to vote their conscience. So one of the areas where, as a country, we might be making some progress. And you know me, and you know this show. If something good happens, we like to report it as well. Not all doom. And gloom all the time despite the fact that we are in gloomy gloomy seattle hi max i wanted to share something with you i wanted to tell you how grateful i am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one i'm grateful for how you changed your life i'm grateful for the love you have for me i'm grateful for you love mom If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to Grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? And just lastly, from the Democrat side, specifically from AOC, you know her. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. This is what she had to say. And this is actually kind of interesting. And again, why is the Republican Party supporting legalization of marijuana good news? It's because it's also going to force the Democrats to put their money where their mouth is and actually do something the American people want. I don't understand why Joe Biden doesn't wake up this afternoon after taking a nap after he woke up uh, this morning morning after taking another nap and legalize it immediately the dems got the senate they got the house it's a guaranteed political home run legalize decriminalize marijuana if you're a democrat just get it done today it'll be huge but this is what AOC had to say. She says, we're now in a, in a race. This is She goes on. If Republicans beat Democrats on marijuana legalization, they're just one or two of those kinds of social issues away from totally just eroding a ton of goodwill, referring to the Democrats. Just I don't know why this isn't a thing. That Biden didn't do on day one. Just sign an executive order. Have it go through the courts. They're going to side with you. I promise. We'll see what they do, because even, um, you know, AOC, someone who is an advocate uh, for criminal justice reform and legalization of marijuana is like, please don't give this a don't have this be a victory for Republicans. Again, as you know, on this show, I don't do all that petty political bullshit too much. But it is, but politically, it would. It is a victory for whichever party absolutely ends up passing this. It will be a victory, so it's sh- and it should be a victory um, that the Democrats could have easily, because of course Republicans, well. And unfortunately, Democrats haven't had the greatest history when it comes to criminal justice. But the Democrats, at the very least, have been talking about it for a longer time. And, uh, of course, given the makeup of their party and their voters, they should definitely be on the front lines of legalizing marijuana. So, looks like we're going to get there sooner than later. Uh, It's fantastic to hear. And um, it's about frickin' time because way too many people have suffered from the war on drugs. All right, and just lastly, on more positive news-ish, when it comes to the death penalty of course the death penalty at the federal level and the state level i'm completely against because a life sentence in prison is a death penalty i know it's shocking news but we all die so there's no need to be put to death by the state support for the death penalty is down overall so it's just a matter of time hopefully until we can see the total eradication of the death penalty which is not a Poor an idea. It's already been done uh, in many states. And then, of course, it was allowed to occur once again. But about 60% of U.S. adults favor the death penalty right now for people convicted of murder. But that is down from last year, which was at 65%. So it's a pretty significant drop within just a year. And I think a lot has to do with information that's gotten out, whether it be people watching documentaries or understanding how flawed the criminal justice system is, criminal injustice system whoa, he goes there. Uh, And people will just start to understand, or hopefully they're beginning to understand um, that uh, just because somebody is convicted of a crime doesn't necessarily mean they committed said crime. And sometimes people are exonerated when in fact they actually committed a crime as well. So it's a flawed process. It's a human process. And everyone listening, including myself talking, is human. And I think we all know, sometimes we make mistakes. So 27% strongly favor it, the death penalty that is, which is a bizarre thing to strongly favor. I just have no idea why somebody would wake up. I mean, sure, if you're, I also understand if you're a victim of violent crime, all of those things. I get anger and in, in all of that. I really truly understand it. Um, but again, human suffering begets more human suffering and it doesn't take away the pain uh, that people have to deal with, it only increases the pain. More for the families and so on and so forth. Not to mention the monetary aspects of the death penalty. It's very expensive to hold someone for 20 years before you kill them. Just ask John Wayne Gacy or the federal government. So 27% of people strongly favor it, while 39% oppose the death penalty, including 15% who strongly oppose the death penalty. About 78% of U.S. adults said they are, there is some risk that an innocent person could be wrongly executed. Uh, and only 21% think that there are proper procedures in place to prevent such mistakes. So that should immediately say, no, nope, I'm sorry, no more death penalty for us. I don't fully know how to fit those two numbers in my head with 60% of adults, and again, six in 10 people saying they favor the death penalty. Well, almost 80% of adults, eight out of 10 people say, yeah, but there's a risk that an innocent person might be wrongly executed. I, you know, it's not, uh if that, if the latter is true, then the former must go down because there is no way that someone could rationalize in their mind. Like, yeah, it's possible they kill an innocent person, but I'm also for the death penalty. You can't do it. About 85% of black adults Said blacks are more likely than whites To be sentenced to death Which is completely true Uh, However Uh, This is not looking good for my people, the whites. Only 49% of whites held that view. Of course, that has been proven time and time and time again. uh, African-Americans are over-sentenced and serve more time in prison on average uh, than whites. Of course, that has been a little bit altered with federal mandated sentences. uh, But nonetheless, Uh, That is the truth. On a whole, 63% of American adults said the death penalty does not deter people from committing crimes, uh, which I completely believe to be – I believe that uh, assessment is true because if someone's going to commit a violent crime, I don't think they really have the foresight to think about, am I going to get the death penalty for this? I don't think they're really thinking about that, and there has been no evidence uh, that the death penalty has deterred crime at all. Again, just another way for uh, the state to wield its power and execute its citizens. 77%, 77% of Republicans currently favor the death penalty. But again, trying to be positive here, that is down from 84% in 2019. Uh, This is where the Democrats come in looking real nice. In my opinion, 46 percent of Democrats favor it, down from 49 percent by race. Whites and Asians each, uh, 63 percent and Hispanic adults, 56 percent favor the death penalty for murder, while only 49 percent. Of African Americans' favorites. So, um, according to the Death Penalty Information Center, 22 US states have abolished capital punishment, while another 12 states have not carried out an execution in at least 10 years. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court of California. Uh, Again, interestingly enough, the state with the highest number of death row prisoners, there's 700 currently riding away in prison in California. Now, again, I'm not saying that these people all need to go. uh, But out of that 700, you're going to tell me there's not someone innocent in there. I bet you that there is. And for everyone or, you know, for the notion that California is some, you know, air quotes, liberal haven, full of sus boys and soy boys. mm, soy it's just not. Uh, This is the state has a horrible record on criminal justice. And again, they say one thing and do another. It's nice that they can have good ad campaigns about how accepting they are. But the fact of the matter is the state of California still has more death row inmates than any other freaking state. And that has to change. And in order to do that, the Supreme Court will be, or potentially in order to make a change in California, the Supreme Court of California will hear arguments to challenge the application of the death penalty, uh, thereby making it potentially harder for courts to impose the ruling. The last two governors of the state, Jerry Brown and Gavin Newsom, oh yeah, would love to get Brown and Newsom together, have them wrestle around, put some oil on, have fun boys. They both personally say they oppose the death penalty, but again- uh, they're the governors, and they are—they uh, haven't done anything. So, nonetheless, Newsom ordered a moratorium, apparently, on executions during his term in office in uh, early 2019. But this has to be done, uh, and it must be done, and hopefully at some point it will be, and it looks like public opinion is going in the right direction when it comes to uh, abolishing state-sanctioned murder. So, 25,911 Prisoners are sitting on death row, and that is uh, down, apparently, from 26,561 from last year. Uh, It is California with 724 inmates, and Florida, the second highest number, with 346. So, for all that talking, and it's fun to make fun of Florida, the sunshine state, uh, but California, they got a lot of blood on their freaking hands, and I I, I don't think that's talked about enough. as people who live there, they might make videos, especially the celebrity class. They make videos talking about how they're standing up for people and for rights. But meanwhile, uh, they continue to prop up politicians um, that, again, execute people. Air quotes, legally, at the state level. It is insane to think that California has almost doubled the amount of death row inmates than Florida. That's, that's one of those where you just... You know, didn't have that on my 2021 bingo card. I'm going to go commit suicide. All right. Uh, So anyway, I think those are two positive-ish stories. And that's why I wanted to bring those to your attention on this very short episode of Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Thank you all so much for your support. You guys are the best. Let's get rid of the death penalty and let's get sweet herb legal. I think if we get those two things changed, flip them, boom, flip it. The world will be a better place and we can stop, you know, just living in this is such a it's a very stern country. And I think those that flip will be a massive thing and change this country for the better. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this super short episode. Hope you're doing well out there. We'll see you on the road. We'll see you in Seattle. That's where I am now. So we'll be performing Saturday and then Sunday in Spokane. So that'll be super fun and can't wait to see you in Birmingham. And uh, we'll see you in New Orleans before we have just a little break for uh, for Christmas. To spend some, I'm going to spend a little time with my parents. So I definitely need wheat. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. I'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Is America's primary system working?